Yo, 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 what up? What's going on, everybody? I'm Money Mike, as y'all can see. I got Stat Pat over here. Sip yes, in sir. The house. But look, Money Mike, yeah, that's my name, but I'm also the champ. The champ is here. Hey. The champ is here. Talk your stuff, hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, it went down, it went down this weekend, man. It was, it was you did it. You represented for all the dads. Yeah, Team Dad in the house. Yes, sir. Team Dad in the house, man. It was, it was great, man. For the, for those of you uh, who've been following the, the journey for the last four or five weeks, I've been out there training. You know, my, my daughter, listen, let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all what this. Woke up Saturday morning. <laughs> daughter, I, I said, good morning. Feeling dangerous. Good morning. Yeah, good morning to my daughter. <laughs> you know what I mean? She goes, I don't speak to competition. Oh, you know okay. I mean? oh, we icy. Oh, 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 we you know icy. Look, she okay. Told, she told my wife, "Hey, mommy, you don't talk to the competition." Okay, you know what I'm saying? So that she, mama mentality. Hey, you know what I'm she walking around the house she, with she, mama she, mentality. She over there. Focused. Okay, I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna rock with it. You know, I'm a little disrespectful, but I'm gonna take the disrespect. Yeah, you know it's what? All good. It's yes. all good, man. Yes. It's all good. So yeah, so we went down to the race, man. We got got on there on your market set go, man. I'm tell you, man, on the real first lap, according to plan. She's 100 meters ahead of me. I'm pacing her. You're good to go. So you're good at a 400 meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, 400 meters, you great. Hey, first 400 <laughs> was good. Well, the first 400 was good. Right. I got a little mad, though, because, you know, we had a little couple of spectators. Uh-huh. And one of her friends there, who is the freshman champion on the 3200, uh-huh. she started pacing her. Wait a so she started running with her, Wait man. Where your so pace she was car? already cheating. Where your pace car? Hey. I'm gonna tell you what I got. I got I got her dad uh-huh. just letting me know how far ahead they were. Okay, so, so we got so, even them up a yeah, little bit. So he was a, However, he, he wasn't running with me. He, he, his he old ass couldn't run with you either. He, he was just letting <laughs> so, me how far ahead they were. You know, what I don't mean? know how much of an advantage that was, right. but you know, right. at least I don't know. You know, he he was telling me where they was at. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm running, going second lap. You know, they're about 150 meters ahead of me. You know, I'm still going. I'm like, all right, cool, uh-huh. feeling good. Uh-huh. First day hunted. Man, I'm coming around, you know, that third lap, man, and just a little different. I'm it like, got okay. real. It got real. I, huh? I had to do a little walking. You know, I ain't going to lie. I had to do a little walking. You know what I mean? They out there, they still running. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, as I'm walking, they still running. So y'all can imagine the gap is a little bit <laughs> low. You see you know them, and you try to get your little speed yeah, walk yeah, on. You know like- what I'm saying? The gap is a little bit low. So, you know, I'm going around, and then, uh, so right, right, right when I'm running around, you know, I'm running, whatever. They coming. Like, they, they to the point where I ain't seen them in front of me, they coming up behind me, man. So, and I got one more lap to go. Y'all imagine this, right? But you already, so okay. I'm like, okay. You already, you're writing your yeah. own eulogy. Like, yeah. okay, so, so this so, is it. So, I try look, my best. This ain't going to work. I my own. I'm like, hey, yo. <laughs> so, literally, the last, the last 100 of my, of my 300, you know what I mean? I'm running, I'm, and they on the same side as me, right? <laughs> They on the same side as me. I'm like, all right, well, look, this is inevitable. Like, this is going to happen. You know? So, listen. Look, look, look. So, that was a decision for me. I just want y'all to understand this. So, if you imagine, I said, okay, she, my daughter going to pass me, right. and I'm going to lose. Right. So, my, my decision was, okay, I don't want her to pass me right here. 
I want them to pass me over there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, see, they coming, and they booking, and yep. they coming right behind me. So I said, look, I'm about to get all my got so I can be over there. You know what I mean? So right when I'm passing, going into my 400, my, my fourth lap, I'm running, going hard as I can, and then all of a sudden, I see her friend come up beside me. <laughs> I'm like, ah, where my daughter at? I don't see my daughter, so I'm, I'm keep on going. Now, mind you, I just did my burst. I ain't got no more burst. You right, know, you, 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 know, you, you know how the video game? You hit the NOS. Yeah, you know how the video game? <laughs> yeah, you, you hit it. You, you, you hit the last one. You had zero. I had no more, right? <laughs> Man, so I'm, wait, I'm just waiting on my daughter to catch up. Man, look, her friend came up to me and was like, you won. I'm like, well, where my daughter? She, she laying over there. She out. She gassed out. What? She gassed out. So the last 300 was a victory lap. Let me tell y'all. You know what I mean? I'm at a victory lap. All I got to do, you telling me all I got to do is just finish this race? I just got to finish it and I win? Nobody is behind me? You're like, don't compete. Nobody chasing me? Don't compete. Yo. Complete. Man, (laughs) look, I'm going around. Her friend over there is, okay, cool. Last 100, give it to him. I said, listen, I ain't got it, but I'm giving it. (laughs) So, look, I go to the last 100, and I'm sprinting. I got my finger up. You know what I'm saying? I got my, and I'm going through the finish line. Okay, so can I ask you? I'm going through the finish line. Let me just say, hey, Team Dad, go ahead and ask me. Y'all see this? Y'all see this? Team Dad, all day. Props got to be shown, okay? No that. Okay. No that. That's right. You got it? Make sure y'all get it. Because y'all sometimes, know. sometimes you gotta do that. I mean, you know, we're at this age where you know there's teenagers, fourteen, fifteen, and it's, you know they start feeling themselves. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. So it's good while we can. Yeah. Because I'm gonna let you know right now, we do this race in three years. Oh no 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 no! She lapping your ass. Hey, no 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 no! Look, she's a freshman. Let her do what she is a junior. Hey, listen. No, no, no. I want you to understand, man. I want, I want you to understand that any man, you know, if you ever competed with your child, you know, there's a moment. There's a moment when you, if it's basketball, uh, the racing, whatever, there's a moment where you beat your child. But you know, but you know that it's the last time that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Because they, they was already on, we going to rematch in December. Wait, I said, nope. Wait, wait, no rematch. Pinky in front? No, 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 no. Motherfucker got me scared. No, 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 no. We did not have a rematch clause. Had you, had you hey, shook? Listen, let me explain something to you. Let me explain something to you. You know when this is this is the last time we're gonna win. And that's <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, and that's so, good. And so now you cultivate. Yeah. Now you coach. So now <laughs> right, right. And I'm talking. The champ is here. Oh, the let champ her know. Is here. And because she tried you. Yeah. She tried yeah, you. Yeah. She you know just played her hand a little bit too early. Early. She right. played it early. Yeah, early. She played it early. Yeah. Because yeah, so. your ego wouldn't have been de- less when she's 16. If you would have made that challenge, you would have still accepted that challenge at 16. Oh, yeah. She's 14. Oh, yeah. She started, yeah. She's so a little bit too early. I'm going to tell you all right now. I knew this is the last time. I'm oh, it's it. done. It's so and done. I never, and, we, and this is going to, ain't no rematch. Ain't no reason. Hell no. No. You know Why would saying? you do that? No, no, there's no, no way. It's, and look, and she won't try to do it in December. She gonna be back in no, school and no, she's gonna be training no, by then. No, 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 no. no she it ain't gonna she doesn't get a she doesn't no get rematch. she doesn't get a rematch. Yeah. It's just like those guys in the in, in NCAA tournament. Yeah, Duke might have lost in the second round and they're better. 
But ain't never gonna get no rematch. Yeah, no, it ain't gonna happen. Sorry, never it gonna get no rematch. Ain't gonna happen. You play first of all, and let's put this out there because I want everybody to understand this. You broke her. Yeah. When you put it in another gear, she looked at you like hell no. Nah. And I had because she, but you had nothing. You <laughs> but didn't, she didn't know. know. She didn't know. But you didn't know she had nothing either. I didn't either. So she saw so. you go and she got, and the gap was not consistent. Yeah, because like she was on she, me. Because she was on lie. you. I'm like, she was uh, literally yeah. maybe about 20, 30 feet. And away. there was a moment in her, and a moment in that race where she was just 25 steps and y'all yeah. the same speed. That yeah. means she's not gaining, she's yeah. maintaining. Yeah. And then when you push it, and yeah. then she's like, oh yeah, I can't maintain that speed. I'm going to lay down on the ground. Man. I hope, I hope, for the dads out there, do you run past her? Man, listen. Was she on the ground and you ran past oh, her? Oh, yeah, because I, I, oh, I, I, I my did God. my lap. Oh, my God. I, I had a victory lap. Did you give her the deuces while I she's mean, still on the ground? I, no, I, I did the one Bro. finger. I did okay. the one finger. So, one, one finger. Miss so, yeah, Cox, Miss Cox, I know you were rooting for your Michaela, yeah. your baby, but I hope you have that picture of your husband running past hey, your hey, daughter in that challenge that you created. Yeah. Hey, but look, real I quick, see you, Erica. real quick, y'all, it's going to be a video. We videotaped it. There was a drone shot. There was interviews. I'm telling y'all, you know, she put it, She put the, the challenge on her TikTok. <laughs> see? But I guarantee she ain't going to put the results see? Oh, no, she's TNT. That's it. <laughs> what that saying is? But don't is? worry. I got the results. Yeah. And they going to be on oh, we, TikTok. We, we got our own. Hey, That's right. Hey, yo, you guys tune in to a family uh, television YouTube uh, within the next week, you're going to see the actual footage of the race where Team Dad won it. But anyway, Ace. Has, hey, uh, look, 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 look. This is what it is, man. They make T-shirts, we make videos. That's right. That's Hashtag right. Petty Dad. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Hey, you know what? Sips ain't here, so I'm, I'm running this thing. Stat Pat was great. We wanted to make sure you give you guys the update. Yes, sir. Hey, we got a great interview with uh, Brandon Williams. Um, you don't know him yet, but with the ones that don't, he uh, basically did all the announcing and had a whole lot of behind-the-scenes insight into the JBA and LeVar Ball. So um, we're going to go to break, mm -hmm. and would you guys go ahead and check out this interview. It was great. And we're back. Thanks for sticking with us. Of course, this is the Profanity Nation podcast. We are the voice of the professional fan. We actually have a very special guest here with us today. Money Mike, uh, you kind of worked this out. This was... Uh, uh, pretty right. awesome of you. So why don't you go ahead and introduce him? Yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm excited about this because okay. um, I'm I'm a really uh, uh, good, a fan of like Levar Ball and the JBA, and right. and I was watching all the stuff on Facebook and stuff, and got in contact with the the, the announcer, the guy who used to uh, interview all the players and stuff. He wrote a book about the JBA, so I wanted nice. to to to, to um, uh, check you know check the book out and and learn more about that and. And I really want to talk to him about, like, how that league, the JBA league, in my opinion, started team at night. So, okay. uh, to, push, I, to push them to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. I want to uh, introduce. introduce Mr. Brandon Williams and, and, and talk. let's talk about uh, the JBA. Hey, Mr. Brandon, Brandon you there? Williams. There he is. Yes, sir. Yes, doing, sir. Yo, what's I'm up? What's going on? What's going on, man? I'm sorry, man. We had a couple technical difficulties, but we <laughs> we we, we made it work today. So, hey, man. So uh, let's let's start from the beginning. How did you you know get connected with the with the Ball family and the whole JBA? Yeah, good question. So about you know five six years ago, when the whole you know Lavar Ball you know 
hysteria kind of, you know, took the whole world by storm. You know, I was like a lot of people, you know, I had, you know, a lot of strong opinions about, you know, what he was doing. And I just kind of like just jumped on the wave. Like I was just so like, you know, amped up about, you know, the whole black ownership and, you know, what he was doing with, with Big Baller brand and, and bringing, you know, signature shoes to, to Lonzo. And, and I was just like, man, why, why isn't everybody on this? Like, you know, you know, as black folks, why aren't we all just, you know, just jumping on, on a bandwagon, you know, cause you know, everybody was, it was very polarized. You had some people who was on it, but you had people who was, who wasn't with it, not really a whole lot of in between. And I was extreme on the, on one side, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah. I was making all these posts on Facebook. I'm like, come on, y'all, let's like, what are we doing? You know, and um, you know, I've I've I have my own little media stuff that I do, and and I used to have a a sports blog site that I I created back in 2014, and I stopped writing on it, you know, to kind of focus on some other stuff that I was doing, and you know, later on that year in 2017. I make another long Facebook post and my sister's like, you know, Brandon, why don't you just put this on your, on your website? Like folk ain't trying to hear all this stuff um, on Facebook or whatever. So I was like, yeah, let me, let me do that. So I, I basically revamped my whole site to gear towards talking about big ball of Brandon LeVar ball, you know, content, but I wanted to put like a positive spin towards it because if y'all remember, like right. they were getting a ton of negative publicity, just they were getting killed by the national media. Not really a whole lot of people were talking to like positively about the whole family, especially with him, you know? So, you know, I really wanted to make sure that, you know, if I had a voice at all, I wanted to be able to put, you know, a more positive spin on it. So I started writing a bunch of articles. I was heavy on Twitter. Like I was constantly just talking about what they got going on. And, um, you know, word kind of got back to LeVar. Like, he was, like, reading my tweets and stuff. And um, he also, you know, saw, like, a, an article that I wrote about um, the big baller brand water and how that could potentially put him in billionaire status. Yeah. And I don't know how heavily y'all follow, like, the the big baller brand Twitter page or LeVar, LeVar's Twitter page. They never just retweeted anything. Like, they retweeted, like, ESPN, Slam Magazine, and maybe like one or two other stuff, but they never Very just randomly selective. retweeted. Exactly. And um, they retweeted both of them, LeVar retweeted and then the big baller brand account retweeted that story that I did. So I was like, whoa, OK, like I might got something here. Um, so fast forward to the question that you're asking me, like how I got fully involved, that kind of like jump started it. And then uh, they had the JBA trials that were going on all across the country in the eight cities. And yeah. I'm on the East Coast, so the closest that I was to was Atlanta. So I just took a leap of faith and I said, you know, I'm just going to drive down to Atlanta. You know, no real invite. I had talked to Alan Foster on the phone, but, you know, it was really brief. And he had so much going on. He really didn't really remember the conversation. So, you know, he they knew who I was, but... Like there was no like warm referral or whatever to like say, hey, this is Brandon. He's going to come to Atlanta and just kind of jump through y'all's tryout. So, you know, I, I go to the tryout and you know, I meet Alan. LaVar wasn't there, but Lonzo was there. And- OK, let me well, let me ask you, are you what are you trying? Are you trying out to actually play or are you trying out to commentate? No, I just I just wanted to do whatever I could to just be a part and just 
gotcha. introduce myself, just say, hey, you know, I'm a I'm a person who's a, a supporter. This is me in the flesh. You know, I know y'all seen my stuff or whatever. I know LeVar seen my stuff, but I just want to I want to know how I can kind of fit in and, and help whatever I can I can do. Uh, so, you know, we talked and, you know, at the end of the trial, he was like, hey, you know, you want to you know come join us for lunch? And I was like, yeah, you know, and that's the system. That's it. You're in. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, uh, what did what did that involve once you were in? Then then what uh, what was the next step? What took place? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we, pretty much, passport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we pretty much jumped right into the races, man. Um, I had a long con- conversation with Alan. Um, I think one of the things that he wanted to do was he knew that I could be an asset to them with the JBA League, especially. So we had like a long two hour conversation, like a few days or so later after we met in Atlanta. And um, at the end of it, he was like, yeah, I think you could really help us. And I really want, want you to be a part of what we're doing. Uh, he said, when can you come to L.A.? And I was like, when you need me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I was teaching at the time. I, and I taught middle school. Nice. And um, yeah, thank you. And, um, you know, so I, I booked a flight and I flew out there and it's like, yeah, we having like a they were having like a uh, coming home party for Lamelo and Jello because they had just came back from Lithuania. Uh, so if y'all watch the ball in the family right. reality show, they had an episode about that. And that's where I was on and some of the other people that were a part of the JBA. And uh, so that was like the next phase. And then we were just, we were off to the races from there, man. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, that's amazing. So I see here's the, the thing about, it, let me go back to how I kind of introduced you was with the JBA uh, league and him doing that. It was such a groundbreaking thing they did where he basically told people, "Hey, if you ain't don't you don't go to college. You know, if you know you won and done. You know, don't why you might as well go ahead and get paid. I forgot how much they were paying them. What forty fifty thousand? We pay you forty fifty thousand, whatever. You can come and play over overseas. Why would you go to college? You go straight to the NBA. So he changed the idea and the concept. And then the NBA did what they normally do is they they all of a sudden came up with team at night that was part of the G League that basically." did the same thing uh do you believe that i mean that's what i believe that 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 was the nba's counter to what lavar Ball was doing what do, you, what do you think about that yeah um you know that's the sentiment that a lot of us had you know i mean if you remember after the g league made that announcement like lonzo like tweeted something was like you know this sound familiar or like you know jba we kind of already did that right and then you had the the OTE, the overtime elite, like they essentially is like the exact same blueprint that that we did, um, which I'm not I'm not mad at, you know, but, you know, and this is the book, you know, just want to throw that out there. Yeah, I've got you. Part of, the, part of the the sub headline is we did it first. And yeah. that's really just letting people know that, you know, I'm not hating on what the G League is doing and what the OTE is doing. But don't forget about the hard work that we put in. Yeah, I know LeVar gets a lot of backlash. You know, they don't like, you know, his personality and how, you know, braggadocious and and all that is. But if you get past some of the antics or whatever and you just focus on what actually happened, like there was an actual lead that was that was put forth. There was players that were in the lead. There was people that were behind the scenes in the league. People got paid. It was it was, you know, travel, all that was involved. And 
And we show people that this can be an alternative route to the NCAA. Not everybody wants to go to, to college and play. Some people want to go straight into the pros. They've been doing this overseas for years. And just we brought this to the American landscape to say this is something that can be sustainable if you can do it the right way. Yeah. So, and look, and, and I, I really admire like LeVar Ball. And everything that he was doing during that time, because he basically made a worldwide phenomenon. Um, I mean, that dude was going overseas and and doing pop up shops and and, people, marketing, and, 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 and marketing Jesus. Like you know, like I, it was so many things that he was doing that I thought was really, really just groundbreaking. And I think it was they were hating because it actually was working. He was he was getting the attention. Yeah, that's yeah. Basically, you, you I would think that it was because it started to work. It was like okay, now we gotta take this guy seriously. Before it was like okay, well he's just you know he's gonna just, he's a loud mouth, he's gonna wash out. But everything he's doing now, there's actually like some you know positivity to it. So it's not like anything he touched turns to you know you know crap. It's basically everything he touches actually is like turns to gold. And so now, mm-hmm. and they were looking at it before you know they were trying to assassinate his character because they were trying to talk about you know his parenting skills and everything. They're trying to find an angle to kind of go and tear him down and everything. But at the same Nothing. time. Under that microscope, you still had a guy that was still being positive. And at the end of the day, in retrospect, we got to give him his flowers now because he's a pretty good dad. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to compare dads, but, uh, you know, I, all I can say is when Leangelo went overseas and, and, you know, got caught up, you ain't heard nothing else. You know what I mean? Right. He ain't he didn't put another video over there. Ain't nothing else came out of him going to another store. I'm just saying right. and, it's not a problem. And, and stealing and, and, right. and, and grabbing something he couldn't take. You know, the only worst thing that they've done after the mistake, because everybody makes right. mistakes, is uh getting a tattoo. You know, unlike other guys that likes to be courtside a little bit bolsterous and 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 you know uh, keep it real. We, you know, I'm not, I'm not naming any names, okay. but there are other dads out there that that I think if you compare, and I'm gonna do it. Hey, I, I really, I really respect Lamar, Lavar, and how he treated his kids, and and made sure that he knew that they were a brand, and they and they had to act a certain way according to their brand. That was really what was taught, and I, I believe that. That way, think Pat. No, you. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, we we yeah, like you said, you have situations where one is like, you know, it almost feels like he's just trying to be a fan too. I mean, we know right. who we're talking. The person yeah, who yeah. shall not be named, right? Like, yeah, we'll just say that, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's it's just that one is, cause, you know, he was loudmouth, but he was like there was some action to it. Like one guy is just living vicariously through his son, so you know, it's just kind of yeah. like it's doubles, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, but going back to you know having this blueprint for the NBA to literally take, you know, and, you know, he has to be the person to get all the credit at the right. end of the day. So, yeah, so let, let me get back. So going overseas and all those uh, 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 places that you had to play and, and you you got obviously got the chance to be in every game and, and got to ask the first question, how was that for you? Yeah, it was cool, man. Um, I didn't go overseas. That was after the first uh, season. So you know, we okay. went all over the country uh, to all those different cities, you know, but, you know, <laughs> it's crazy you asked me that question because I never did any sort of broadcasting period. Okay. Like 
that's how small the group of people that we had to put this thing together. When I say that we put it together in like a month and a half, that's all the time that we have. So think about if if, if someone says, OK, not just putting together like a local basketball league, we're putting together a league that's going to travel across the country. And you got about a month and a half to do it, to do all that. And we're going to play in, in arenas and we're going to do travel. And we're going to pay people. You see what I'm saying? And the, and the game is going to be streamed live on a Facebook watch pro platform. Like it wasn't just like a Facebook page where you just stream it. Like we had the actual Facebook people that was a part of it. Like we, right. I went to Facebook office first time I ever went to Facebook office. And, um, you know, they was like, this is how we want it done. This is what the expectations are. We had meetings with Facebook every week. Like it was like strenuous and like real deal. And they have me, little old me and another guy, my, my guy, AB the hero, they got us doing in-game broadcast. Neither one of us ever did that. So I'm wearing that hat. I'm the director of media relations. I was doing social media. Uh, I had to, <laughs> had to do uh, bios. Like I had so much stuff to do. That's just me. And as you me. loved it. And you loved every minute of it. I did. <laughs> exactly. even, as even as stressful as it was. Yeah, absolutely. I did that to, to provide context because that wasn't just me that was doing that. That was, you know, the other people that I, that I mentioned, A.B., and we had Brianna, Drea, Kurt, like all types of people. But it was only literally a handful of people plus some interns to help us. But it was very, very hard just to put that together in that short period of time. And normally, like, if you think about maybe the big three or the NBA or whatever league, they're going to have multiple people, at least 30, 40 people on staff. Oh, yeah, working on that. Exactly. And we had 10 <laughs> at best. So, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to, to, to write this book and just to let people know, you know, the, the journey and the story that, that we went through because, you know, it was hard, but we were able to make it through and we had a whole season. It didn't get canceled like some leagues do. Um, and it was only it only ended because they wanted to end. So I ended on their own terms. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, hold tight, Brandon. What we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to pay some bills really quick. And when we return, we're going to find out what's up next for you. All right. So yes, uh, don't go anywhere. You're watching the Profanity Nation podcast. Voice the professional fan. We'll be right back. United One Protection Services. With over 30 years of experience, United One Protection Services has more expertise and knowledge than the other security companies combined. Residential, commercial, municipal, or institutional, United One Protection Services does more than just security. We protect your livelihood. United One Protection Services. Oh, <laughs> 
A podcast for the fans, by the fans. Dive deep into the topics the other shows miss, raw and uncensored. And he's going to play team ball. His legacy is at stake. Rare, hard-hitting interviews with players, coaches, and you, the super fans. I'm not hating. I'm like, okay, cool. Three championships in five years. He's more than good, bro. Profanity Nation. Listen live or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Powered by Jesse Brown of Keller Williams. And we're back. We're back with the Profanity Nation podcast. And we got our buddy Brandon Williams here. He is formerly with the JBA. Let's go ahead and bring him on if we can. There he is. Uh, so what's next? Uh, that was quite an adventure that you went on, but but you also gained some incredible experience. Um, you know, let's talk about what's next. But, but you wore several different hats. What did you like the best? We'll say. So have you gravitated towards one of those? Or are you still doing all of it? Um, so you asked me what I like the best about uh, being in the JBA, or I just want to make sure I answered the question. Oh, just all the different roles that you had. You had social media, you had broadcaster, you had, in a sense, producer, you had so many different roles. Um, which one out of that did you kind of like the best and, and, you know, really want to pursue more of? Well, I enjoyed the broadcast, and the reason why I did, because that was the best way that we can, can you know, be a voice for the league, but also connect with the fans. Um, you know, there wasn't any other like publicity or, or, or media. You know, we, we posted on social media through the JBA page and all that type of stuff. But in order for us to have like a voice, that's where me and, and my partner, AB, um, that's where we were able to kind of to, to be that. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I enjoyed the most. But in addition to that, and probably even more so, was just being around the players. Like, you know, like I told you, I, I'm, a, I'm an educator. I'm a teacher at, at heart. Um, and, and basketball coach, like I've been coaching for over 10 years and, and just being around those kids, man, I say kids, but you know, they were, you know, young adults, basically, you know, just being around them every day, watching them just, you know, enjoy the game that they love and, and, and feel like they're being a part of history. You know, that was one of the things that I really just enjoyed day in and day out, just watching those guys and just developing the relationship. You know, people ask me all the time about, about my relationship with Melo, you know, but there was, you know, 70, 80 other players that I, I was able to get to know and, yep. and form relationships with. You know, I loved Melo. He was everything you see on TV is exactly how he was in person. Just a, a, a wide eyed kid that just, you know, is in his own world, you know, um, and, and the big smile it takes him nothing to, to have to flash a huge smile and laugh and be silly. And he's been the same that I, I see from afar. Um, he's, he was the same way five years ago. Um, and that's what drew me to him. But there's so many things and so many other players that I was drawn to as well that I, I still have great relationships with to this day. Like we still communicate on a, on a regular basis. That's cool. Um, and that's one of the big things that I, that I take away the most from my time with the JBA. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So, so in the book, you know, um, what, what does, what does LeVar think about you writing a book about the JBA? Uh, have you talked to him about it at all? That's a good question. A lot of people ask me that. Uh, I did reach out to him last year because I started writing the book last year. Um, you know, and I, I talked to somebody that was, you know, it's really, really close with him because uh, I wanted to try to get like him, like maybe like be a part of like uh, whether it's uh, like the forward or like something I can get like a quote from him or something. Sure. Um, but the, the word that I got back from him was he just had so many things that he was working on at the time. He just didn't have time to to, to do anything. Um, so I was like, okay, well, cool. Well, you know, I'm doing it. So either you want to be a part of it or not. And I understand if you don't have the time, 
Um, but it wasn't anything I consulted with him to say, hey, you know, you okay with me writing a book? Um, I, the story needed to be told. And, and, and I wanted to be able to tell my story and tell the JBA story from my perspective uh, because we did so many great things. And, you know, it started with him. It started with uh, Alan Foster uh, giving me an opportunity. And it also started with, you know, the people that I mentioned in terms of our little small team as well as the players. And I just want to make sure that that, that got uh, out to the masses. Yeah, so you, you had said that JBA stopped because they actually kind of stopped it. But do you think that the JBA um, would be able to survive if they decided to start it up again? I think so. It had to be the right people. Um, it had to be the right people that really want to see it, you know, be what it initially was. And, you know, it, the JBA can be, uh, or the G League, the OTE, you know, there, there's room for more. You see with the NFL and the XFL and the USFL, there's there's enough leagues for football, CFL. Um, right. Just like there would be enough if, if more people wanted to do basketball. You got the the TBL, but in this case, for an alternative route to the NCAA, you'll find thousands and thousands of, of kids who are or players who want to have an opportunity to play this game professionally and not have to worry about sitting in the classroom. Like I've said, you know, to other people before, you know, you know, one of the things that used to just kill me as a coach was when I had a player who was a great kid, but the academics part, they just it wasn't the fact that they didn't necessarily want to do it. They just struggled with it, you know, and but they got penalized because they couldn't make the grade, you know. So it's the, the same concept that LeVar was saying. And he, he would always use the same analogy. You know, why would I sit in the chemistry class if all I want to do is play basketball? I just want to play basketball. Like, why do I got to sit in the chemistry class? And I'm not, never going to use chemistry for the rest of my life. Yep. But you're saying I got to pass this class just for me to play basketball. Like there, there was some unfairness that was taking place. And, you know, I'm glad that he was the one of the first people that, to, to step up and say that so that now you have these avenues like the G League and the OTE. But also, here's another thing, it also helped pave the way for NIL. It was always something that was that was kind of in the works. Shout out to Ed O'Bannon, uh, who was also a, a board member for the JBA League. Um, but I think okay. stuff like this helped kind of push it towards as well. You know, so all those things kind of intertwine and play the factor together. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, so so um, let's get into man. Are you a Laker fan? You're about you know who who's your what's your what's your team? I'm a I'm a more of a players type of guy. So okay, you know, I got a relationship with the Ball family. So any team that Lonzo and Melo was on, you know, I'm always sure. gonna root for them. Um, you know, Jello was in the G League, so I mean, I, I kind of kept a little tabs on the Greensboro Swarm when I could. Um, but now to answer your question, I'm not, I'm not really much of a Laker fan. You know? <laughs> oh, man, <that's laughs> I don't want nobody throwing no, no, no knives it's at me. Good. We understand. Man, the you, hey, hey, he was when Lonzo was here. Yeah. When Lonzo <laughs> he was, was here. when Lonzo was here, so that's all right. Yeah. Well, were, you, were, were you there when, when Lonzo got drafted? Just, just out of curiosity? No, I was not. Um, okay. I didn't even, I, that was in 2017, so I was, oh, yeah. I was still beating my Facebook page uh, up. There it is. <laughs> talking yeah, about. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, but so what's up next for Brandon? Well, what's up next is really I'm just trying to get the word out for this book, man. Um, I really want this story to be, you know, heard, you know, from as many people just just to keep, you know, the the JBA um, and what we did and just be mentioned along the same lines of like G League and OTE and and just just know that yes, we were the ones who started this whole wave. 
Um, you know, so I definitely appreciate y'all for having me on and, you know, no any, 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 any and everybody who wants to hear my story, you know, I'm, I'm game for anything, you know, um, <laughs> and I, I'm not going to stop until, you know, it's, it's heard by everybody, you know, and Excellent. they may or may not, but I'm going to try. <laughs> Excellent. Be sure, uh, while we have you here, be, uh, be sure to tell our viewers and our listeners the best way to pick up the book, uh, where they can find it. Yes, sir. Um, well, there's, you know, it's on Amazon, so that's probably the, the most efficient way. And, and um, the name of the book, just in case people are only listening because we have the podcast. Right. It's the JBA League, uh, a league of our own. Um, and you'll, like I said, you'll find it on Amazon. It's on a paperback version as well as the um, ebook Kindle version. Um, so if you're an Amazon user, like seems like five billion people are. Of course. Um, <laughs> and you'd like to get it like right then, then that might be the most efficient way. Um, I do have uh, a way that you can get it on my personal website if you want to get a signed copy. Um, that's on brandonwilliamsauthor.com. Okay, um, perfect. If you purchase it there, then, you know, I'd be more than happy to ship it out and, and sign it for you and put a little personalized message in there. Perfect. Well, we really thank you for spending some time with us today. Uh, this has been really interesting. We knew there was a story there. We knew we had, you know, you obviously knew it had to be told. Uh, but we really appreciate you spreading the word and, and, and telling the truth on the JBA and, you know, what took place. And, and we agree it's a story that needs to be told. Yeah, like I said, I, I absolutely, people just get mad at me. I love LeVar. I love everything he stood for. Um, I always thought it was funny, though, because, he, you know, me personally, you know, I talk a lot. You know, that's why I have a podcast. I talk a lot. And my kids know I talk a lot, right? right. So what happens is, you know, my, I have a 15-year-old. She, You know, she, she'll she go, oh, that's this day talking again, you know, about anybody. Because I always, I could talk to anybody about anything. And that's what I'm known for. But my kids, because my kids been with me for 15 years, she's used to me talking to anybody and everybody about anything. Right, so that's why it always was funny to me. Every time they ask LeVar, Lonzo, and Angelo, does your dad bother you? Yeah. I'm like, he's been doing this for how old am I? 20 years. Right. You know, this is what my dad, my dad has been doing this all my life. So where it was, he actually finally got a platform and got put on ESPN and was saying all these outrageous things. These are things that the, the kids have been hearing all their life, you know, right. so that that's that's uh, uh, I always thought it was funny where how other people would react, but the kids never did. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again, Brandon. Thanks again. Uh, we'll be sure to keep up to date. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, uh, since you're with us, let's stick stick around for a sec. Uh, we always finish the show with a segment we call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. Money Mike is going to share his thoughts or opinions on a topic, and he just wants to know if those thoughts or opinions are inbounds or out of bounds. So we're all going to have a say here, Mr. Money Mike. Look, you got the mic. I, uh, y'all, y'all always say this every week. Y'all got to agree with me. You know, but for real, y'all got to agree with me. Okay. So, recently, the Lakers decided to extend this dude, Anthony Davis's contract. Yep. Right? And and many, I mean, this dude is getting, like, outrageous money. Like, at the end of the contract, you know, uh, he, he they're going to give him uh, $66 million is what they're talking about giving Anthony Davis in one year. And I, I, I don't think he's ever played more than 60 games. You know, you know what that got me to thinking? That got me to thinking that this is what the uh, the Major League Baseball does. They, where, they'll, where they'll give our pool host $300 million, and they know the last three years of that is 
<laughs> he's gonna be washed up by then, right? It'll be it'll be a ten minute, it'll be a ten year contract. So they they will pay him like when he's in his prime, and they know by the time the end of the contract is, he'll be out of his prime. Look, am I out of bounds to say that this is like an MLB, this is like a major league contract because we know in two thousand twenty and twenty nine when he's due to get the six six million, he ain't gonna be worth that. Um. I think you're out of bounds only because out of bounds. Yes, only because of this. When you think about uh, the contracts, they don't uh, 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 an agent and a player are, is not going to have a front loaded contract. They're not going to get all of that money. Up. It's not the NFL. The NFL get a lot of that money up front. It's guaranteed money, and then the back of it, they say they have play their team control. In the NBA, the, the salary only escalates as we get later mm-hmm. into the contract. It always goes up. It always goes start at forty six million, fifty six million, then it gets to sixty, and now we're talking about the last year of his contract, sixty nine million. Look at James Harden contract. It's it got this is the biggest it's going to be. So I'm just saying, based just upon how the structures of the contract work. AD is not going to sign an extension unless he's going to get paid at the end of his contract, and especially knowing that it's guaranteed. But is it good for the Lakers, though? Well, well, but, not, well okay, let's. Are we? Are we? We're not. We're not. We know that's not good for. But it's also is when it, we're talking about the Lakers. We also are talking about we have a mystique of what we're going to take care of our superstars. That is what we do. And if you're going to go ahead and start talking about like is that right? Then you gotta can't you can't defend two years, fifty million for Kobe Bryant. You can't, you can't yeah, do it. He doesn't keep the same energy. There. You see you're, what I'm saying? You're, you're, you can't you're, you're, do it. Let, let's go to our guest. Hang on. Let's go to our guest. Uh, Brandon, is, is six, Money Mike six, inbounds six million, or out of bounds? Six, six million in 2028 Adam Talk, for Anthony Davis. <laughs> let's go, Talker. <laughs> yeah, that's – I kind of – I ain't going to lie. I kind of agree with both of y'all um, because on, on one hand, if, if – and this is a strong if – if AD is healthy, I mean, he's one of the best players in the entire world, um, not just the NBA – and, and you saw what he was able to do when he was healthy in 2020, albeit it was the bubble, but still he was extremely dominant. And the Lakers don't win a championship with just LeBron alone. They have to have another superstar as LeBron is aging. Uh, however, the fact that he has not proven to stay fully healthy um, throughout you know, a season, that does kind of give you, you know, a reason to kind of be like, you know, I don't know. Uh, so I don't know if the rules allow me to say, uh, go down the middle and say, in, in, out. <laughs> hey, inbounds, out of bounds. Who you agree with? Money, um, Mike, or Stat Pack? Look, man, if you since we're on. giving them extra information, I could just go ahead and throw this out there. The, you know how many games that uh, that um, AD has missed? AD has missed less games yep. since 2016. Yep. He has missed less games than uh, than Steph Curry. He has missed less games than Kawhi Leonard. Kevin Durant. Has, uh, Kevin Durant. Paul George. And James and, Harden. Uh, James Harden. These are all the players. I mean, now and AD is called street clothes. He has the mystique that he's always gets Only hurt. Because he's a However, Laker. everybody else is getting hurt worse than him. So I'm just trying to figure it out. Is it an yeah. agenda? Is it because he's a Laker? Because I got data on my side that's saying that look, there's other people that's getting hurt worse than him. Yep. Yep. That are yeah. Out more I games. mean, that's 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 all true, and that's a very valid point. I think the reason why he gets you know labeled with the street clothes, you know, monikers because of the little nicks that he that he seems to always get. He falls down, his his shoulder hurts. He trips up and, and his, his pinky is hurt. 
or something like that. And then he's out for, you know, it might just be games at a time. So, yeah, you're right. It hasn't been, thankfully for him, an extended period of time. But it's just the can we depend on him from a night-to-night basis has always been seem, – seems like to be the, the question when it comes to AD. So, with that being said, I would lean probably towards that Mike is – Slightly out of bounds, just a nice. tad. Just a tad. Nice. Toe the line. Yeah, you're out. I, I, I got you. You're, you're, you're out of bounds. The reason why oh, you're out of bounds. God, <laughs> the reason why you're out of bounds is it's simple math. Um, and it's when in Rome, do as the Romans do. They had no choice. They've got to extend yeah. it. They can't let their Six, star six million dollars. They have no choice. In 2028. You know what? Another team would have paid them. So, yeah, so dude, they I have to sign them. They have no choice. This was already a foregone conclusion, well beyond, well before years ago. It was a foregone conclusion. If he's on the team, he's getting he's the sports. extension. That's it. It's done. That's why you're always wave him towards the end of the contract. That's, they'll, they'll trade and whatever when it's time. But uh, yeah, no, they had to do it. And you know what? That, that's it. It is what it is. So, and he won't be the highest paid player for long. Don't oh worry. my gosh! The next contract that gets so paid. ridiculous. Brandon, thank you so much to everybody watching the show. Thank you so much. You've been watching the Profanity Nation podcast. We appreciate. Be sure to get the book. There it is. There it is. There it is. JBA get League. Get the book. We're going to go ahead and, and post a link right under here. A league of um, our own. Uh, and uh, be sure to grab the book. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank y'all. It's a pleasure. I appreciate, appreciate you, man. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.